to Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. We are your host, Tim and Julie Harris, broadcasting live, as always, from just north of Austin, Texas. Julie, welcome to today's radio show. Thank you. I'm excited to start on a new topic for these guys. They always have great special requests and uh, jumping into that with you. And, of course, I've always got a few quick shout-outs. So the topic today is mental tricks rich people use to make more money now. How about that for a kick-ass topic, right? But you know what, Julie? This, the fact is, and I, you know, we talked about this all last week, and I've seen more signs of it. Guys, a lot of you are starting to mentally and emotionally check out of the real estate industry, for, and you're doing it at a really horrible time of year. I'm seeing it in the nature of some of your comments. I mean, we've been doing this for a long time, so we can read the tea leaves. I know it's expected and it's normal, but a certain percent of the agents out there are just basically only part-timers, and they're going to be you know, done after, say, for example, July. But the vast majority of you, um, especially those who, are, you know, who bought our book, Harris Rules, who listen to this podcast, let alone those who have taken the next smart move and become premier coaching members, all of you, you guys cannot be checking out this time of year in any way, because if you check out mentally and you check out emotionally, you are going to – check out financially and you might not feel it let's say you are riding the wave of having a great year and a lot of our coaching clients have had the best years of their careers and i get that you guys have more money now many of you than you've ever experienced in your careers maybe more money than you ever thought you'd have in your life exceeded your expectations we get the emails and i always appreciate the fact that you guys give us probably too much credit for your success but the reality of it is is look i know some of you are having just you guys are awash in you know essentially having the benefits of having worked your butts off, you know, for a while, months, maybe a year, and now you're cashing in. But the problem is, is you have lost connection with some of you, the fact that if you take, if you don't drill down, if you don't take uh, this time of year incredibly seriously, you might not feel the immediate financial benefits of it, or I'm sorry, financial cost of it, but come next year, come first quarter of next year, trust me, you will. You cannot allow yourself to get lazy this time of year. Do not do it, or you're going to probably screw up your entire 2018. The problem that a lot of humans have, not you know, just across the board, not just real estate people, is once you have maybe 60 to 90 days worth of financial security, most people will start getting lazy. People that are less financially evolved, let's say, they'll start getting lazy when they have maybe 30 to 60 days worth of financial security. If you guys want to have a breakthrough, if you truly want to go to the next level, if you truly want to be rich where you have enough profit from your real estate practice and you reinvest that profit so that the uh, money works for you and you know longer have to work for your money. If you actually want to get there, you know, if you want to accomplish that highest level of success as an entrepreneur, having created passive income from a business outside of your main business, we talk about this in Harris Rules, you know, rental properties is what I'm talking about here. So make sure you guys get the book Harris Rules on Amazon. Thank you for making it a number one bestseller. But if you truly want to get get there, opposed to just, you know, having the mental sort of thought that that, hey, that'd be a nice goal, you're going to have to work your asses off fourth quarter. And if you don't, again, you're going to be screwed first quarter. Some of you who are new to us who have just started listening, 
Um, and I know we have a lot of folks that are listening to us that aren't even in real estate. I mean, I, I'm picking up more and more of that, that Julie and I are sort of, you know, transcending outside of just real estate, and we're starting to speak to a lot of entrepreneurs, which is great because at the end of the day, a successful entrepreneur can sell real estate. He can open up a muffin stand, open up a software business. doesn't really matter. The same skill set and mindset that's required to be successful selling real estate is going to be uh, required to sell anything, which, by the way, the number one thing that you must have if you're going to be successful in any business is the sales skills. If you, don't, if you can't generate leads, if you can't basically pre-qualify, if you can't sell, I don't care how good your product is, you're going to be out of business. That's just the bottom line. It doesn't matter what it is. You could have the best product that's ever been created, ever, ever will be created, but if you can't sell it, if you can't market it, you're going to be out of business. That's, I mean, obviously that's true. And if you don't believe me, just look at the complete opposite. Look how many crappy products are out there that basically because they do a kick-ass job marketing it, they're successful. So if you have to choose between a great product and great marketing, if, if you want to make money, guess what? It's going to be great marketing where you're going to put your efforts. So here we are, all are, and we're selling. We're in a great business. We're in the best industry, in our opinion. That you know, getting a real estate license really is, if you're willing to do the real work, is an incredible opportunity for all of us. And yet, we start to coast in fourth quarter. Please fight against that, guys. So, starting this Friday, Julie and I are doing the mastermind that we promised we'd do for all of you guys for helping us make the book number one bestseller on Amazon. And the mastermind is going to start on Friday. We're going to send an invitation out to everybody. Um, the mastermind is just for those of you who bought books. Those of you who bought books and gave us a great review, I mean, obviously we appreciate that, but the review wasn't part of the offering of the mastermind. The mastermind is going to be for 90 days. It's going to cost you nothing if you purchase the book. Um, and like I said, we're going to send out a registration email probably in the next couple of days. Please fill it out, and those will be the people that get invited to it. And what we're going to be doing in the next 90 days, as you guys shouldn't find this surprising, is we are going to do everything in our power to make it for the next 90 days. You guys have incredible success. It's going to be very intense. Not Again, we're not big fans of this whole sort of mental, masturbatory adventure into mindset. If you guys read, I think it's uh, Chapter 2, Julie, or maybe Chapter 1 about mindset, if you want a powerful mindset, if you want a mindset that basically is so strong you don't even have to think about what your mindset is because you're always such a rock star, the way to make that happen is just by taking action. The mindset will always follow the action. Those of you who have been raiding around trying to get your mindset in order before you take action, it's no wonder you guys aren't doing very well because it doesn't work that way. You know, so look, bottom line, next 90 days, we're going to be having a mastermind. The mastermind is going to be like boot camp and preparation for 2018. We ask you to purchase the book. It's uh, still available on Kindle for 99 cents. Just purchase the Kindle version, you know, and then you can be part of the mastermind. We do appreciate the if you guys leave us a, a great review. I think we're 100-plus five-star reviews, but we've sold thousands of books, you know. So there's literally thousands of you who have yet to leave a great review. We'd certainly appreciate it if you take the time to do that. And as I said, the uh, book marketing is going to the next phase, and so now the book is available in softcover, I think, tomorrow uh, for 15 bucks and uh, plus shipping, whatever Amazon charges. And, uh, yeah, it's going to go on from there to um, we're going to have an audible <laughs> version audible. of the book. Audible, <laughs> you got it. Aha, uh -huh, I said it right, yeah. That, it. Uh, I wrote it down. That's, I wrote, literally wrote it down on my desk. So I uh, got the, uh, you know. Cheat sheet. Yeah. Right. So uh, Julie's going to be doing a uh, audible version of it, and it's going to be released early next year. Um, so, yeah. Guys, look, the book seems to be the right book for the for the industry at the right time. We certainly appreciate that. 
And uh, we're going to do everything in our power to make it so that you guys who have had a kick-ass year are going to have even a better year next year. Those of you who have had a just crappy year, we're going to make it so you have a kick-ass year next year. You just got to stay focused in, drilled down, stay myopic. Myopic is like tunnel vision. And use the Harris rules as your guide to uh, you know financial myopia because <laughs> that's really a great way for you to have an actual roadmap. So it's Harris rules. And just go to Amazon, buy it on Amazon. So, Julie, I know you have some recognition, some love you'd like to share to our listeners. Yes, especially to Miss Jenny Costa. Uh, she has some great pictures posted on the private Facebook page about what she calls her lady loft. Now, you men have your men caves, and people like Jenny have her lady loft. So it has a beautiful picture of her wipe-off board, some uh, sayings and quotes that are keeping her motivated, uh, her active listing board, which is especially good, and her dream board. So it certainly looks like a motivational space. Uh, a lot of people uh, are going to adopt that term. And Camelia Panna says, I love the idea. I have my office in my extra bedroom that is half baby nursery for my two grandsons and half office. So, you know, you guys don't have to be in a fancy office space to keep yourselves motivated and surrounded by things that keep you on task. Uh Longtime listener and coaching client Matthew Cole uh, posted a great video talking about a fun run that they're going to be doing, or a charitable run. I think they're in Indiana, and inviting their fellow colleagues, past clients, centers of influence. So great use of the video system, and a lot of uh, just interaction amongst all of you guys getting your pre-listing packages done and sharing those beautiful photos. So uh, thank you for posting that. And uh, Timmy mentioned the Amazon reviews, so I think we're ready to get started on our new topic. Yes, we are. Um, so guys, again, check your emails for the Mastermind invitation. Uh, fill out the form. Uh, if you want to uh, participate, please go to Amazon and buy Harris Rules, but even better, please continue this mega trend that we have going on with, uh, for five-star reviews. It's really kick-ass uh, to read these every day. It makes us feel really good. And I have to say, Julie, again, I've said this before, but it's so true. I just love the fact that you know told our audience, the book readers, I, you know, you guys are giving us real reviews. That's what I'm getting to here. You know, it's it, like here's a great one. Although this book is geared towards realtors, I feel that the practices can fit in any entrepreneur's life. You know, and just all these, and I scan these. You guys are totally getting it. And so Julie and I are out on the you know end of our skis basically with a lot of this content we present. A lot of the things we talk about on the podcast completely flies in the face of sort of the current zeitgeist. Not just in real estate, but also in overall small business sort of entrepreneurial space. So many people want to attach success to this sort of you know mystical, mythical mindset malarkey. Ooh, that was pretty good. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> and so. There's so many people that basically want to have you guys believe that it, the road to success requires you know, playing like a video game where you have to go to one level to the next level to the next level. And, and the fact is that's all a bunch of lies. And you can have a very clear path to whatever you, you know, wherever you want to go if you're just willing to have a mindset of service, be of service to other people. And those of you who have been listening to us for a long time have read the book, you get it. What the, having the mindset uh, of service does I know that's the word service is overused, but what I'm asking you guys to do, and Julie and I figured out through all of our tens of thousands of coaching calls, is if you can tune in into the frequency of being service to, uh, to others, and that what happens is you set aside your ego. And when you set aside your ego, all of a sudden you're able to basically not just transact more often, sell more stuff, 
you know, sell more houses, list more houses, but you're able to actually keep your money. So if you have a, an ego that basically is dominating your brain, you might sell a lot of units, but you're going to have no net profit. So we get into this, obviously, in Harris Rules, but what we're going to be talking about is along the lines of thinking – and it's some interesting little tidbits that Julie's picked up, and, she, and we're obviously working on the ideas for our next book, Big Surprise, right? And so here it is. Here's, the topic, again, is mental tricks rich people use to make more money now. But Julie, that's a, good top, that's a good title for you. You're usually you. kind of whippy on your titles. That one's good. I yeah. know. Good. A little aggressive there. Okay, so point you number did. one. I know. It's scary. Morning. All right. So number one is they set their expectations and goals higher than, quote, normal people do. They set what most would consider to be unreasonably high goals. When you're aiming at the target downfield as an archer, do you aim at, below, or above your target if you want to hit it? Well, you guys can visualize that. Of course, you're aiming above that so that you'll end up on the bullseye. Now, here's a rule for you. It's okay to fall a little short of a big goal, but it's not okay not to have the goal at all. How many of you guys have said, well, I'm just not a goal setter? That drives me crazy on a coaching call. <laughs> you know, that's like, well, here's my excuse. I'm just not a goal setter. Anyway, go ahead before I rant. Well, but Julie, yeah, well, but look, here's the thing. A lot of you guys have been disappointed by setting goals. And again, I understand why. And this is the kind of thing that you're going to start seeing a lot of in fourth quarter. It happens every year. Goal-setting mastermind, conference call on goal-setting, blah, 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 blah. And you guys have done it every year. Maybe your broker hires someone in to you know, help you guys set goals for next year. Maybe your office manager does it for you. Here's the, just the problem with setting goals. Goals by themselves are just goofiness. It's just nothing. What you need to do is you need to build an action plan behind it, but the action plan itself needs to basically be about action. So, for example, if you say you want to list um, – let's say you want to have 10 listings at all times. That's your, going to be a goal that you're going to have. Well, then let's build an action plan around it. So every single day you're going to have a schedule. This is your action plan, right? And so between this time and this time, you're going to be making 10 contacts proactively active contacts, decision-making adults. Look, they could be the obvious ones, the FISBOs and the expires, and you know, they could be your centers of influence and past clients, but they could be other sources of contacts as well, high-level lead follow-up, all that type of thing. So here's the interesting psychological phenomenon that happens as a result. If you've decided that every day, let's say between – it has to be relatively early, otherwise no one's going to answer the phone. But let's say every day between, say, for example, 8.30 and 9.30, you're going to make 10 contacts. When you do that every single day with your goal of having 10 listings at all times, that actually forms an action plan. Now, you can get even you know, deeper into the action plan. For example, let's say you want your, your contacts just to be centers of influence and past clients. Well, you don't have an organized list. You don't have phone numbers. So then we're clearly going to need to basically – hone in on perfect and getting your list together. But we don't want you to get your list together before you start making the calls, which is what 99% of you will do because it's a wonderful sort of, you know, I'm working on my list and then I'm going to start making my calls. What we want you to do is every single day, uh, basically if your list is, doesn't have current phone numbers, you're going to have to go out and the, you know, different social networks and say you have Bill and Betty Smith who you knew as your old neighbor and you don't have their current phone number or whatever, whatever. Well, chances are their phone numbers are going to be on LinkedIn. It's going to be available someplace else. Everyone seems to have their phone number, their cell phone number, and some, you know, wherever. Go out there every single day. If your goal is to make 10 contacts a day and you have to get your list updated, what I'm trying to do is show you guys how to game laziness out of your daily routine. While you, you uh, literally research and call, research and call, research and call. In other words, you're going to go and uh, update your, the data in your list, 
and you're going to call that person. And you're going to do that, you know, maybe you're doing that 10 times a day. So what you're doing is two things. You're getting your list updated, and you're making those contacts, and you're doing it around a number uh, of 10, and then you're doing it during a specific uh, scheduled time every single day. You guys see what I just did there? So what we did essentially is we set the goal, and that's the action plan. We put things into action. That's what you need to be doing. The working on your website, anything that you're doing with the idea of passively generating business, you need to completely stop doing. That is going to include, in most cases, any kind of digital advertising. That's going to include anything that basically is, uh, involves the word Facebook. Okay, For the most part, this time of year, Every, you know, all times of year, but the wimpiest, weakest salespeople are always going to try to do the passive stuff, and you guys need to drill down and do the stuff that's proactive, that's actually going to put you directly in front of a person. The easiest way to do that is pick up the phone, okay? So when you're making a goal, I know some of you guys are even disappointed by the word goal, and I understand why. A goal is a dream with an action plan, action plan being the most important thing. By the way, guys, we talk about this extensively in Harris Rules. Uh, next point, Jules. Yes, you got it. So next point is number two, mental tricks of rich people. They are comfortable being uncomfortable. They don't wait to perfect their skills. They understand earning while they learn. Make the commitment today to stop getting ready to get started to someday feel like implementing if the mood strikes and it's not raining. You guys know who you are who have those thought patterns. Instead, use the affirmation, I'm a doer. I do things now. I get things done. Replace it. The second you hear yourself in your own head procrastinating, getting ready to get started, well, I'm not going to call up for rent by owner because I just can't find the script. Well, log on to the website. If you're a Premier Coaching member, it's pretty easy to find. And remove that excuse. I'm a doer. I'm going to go find that script. I get things done. I'm going to make those calls. I do things now. I'm going to have a new appointment by the end of the day. Do you see the difference? Rich people are comfortable being uncomfortable. They don't make, oh, I, I don't feel like it. It's not right. Their theme song, okay? They don't come up with new excuses every day. They just embrace being uncomfortable. Make sense, Tim? The biggest takeaway, Julie, is basically I'm a doer. I get things done, and I get things done now. I'm a doer. I get things done. I'm a doer. I get things done. So when you have something that pops up, a lead that needs to be called back, something that needs to be done, don't make it something you're going to do. That's lazy. Just call it what it is. Let's stop using these nice little soft, cuddly words that are designed to protect your feelings. Forget your feelings. Your feelings are betraying you. Your feelings are making it so you can rationalize being lazy. Here's a typical person when they come across something they don't want to do. You know what? I've had a hard day. I'm going to reward myself with being lazy. Woo-hoo! Right? Isn't that in essence what happens? Then what happens is you create problems for yourself. You create financial problems for yourself. And now you've got this basic mindset and lifestyle of procrastination. So if you want one little thing that's going to make the biggest difference in your life, when you have something that needs done, do it immediately. Don't make it just something you're going to do in the future. Tim, I have so many things that need done. How do I prioritize what needs to be done first? Very simple. Whatever is going to result in you making money the quickest is what you need to be prioritizing. Right? Lead follow-up, doing anything kind of lead generation, going and getting price changes. Those are the things you cannot procrastinate. You have to do them immediately. And generally speaking, things are going to fall into three buckets. Things you're going to do, things you're going to delegate, or frankly, things that don't need done. So you should write those things down. Things you're going to do now, things you're going to hopefully delegate to somebody else, um, you know, maybe four buckets, right? Things you'll do later 
or things that don't even need in your head, don't even need done. Uh, one of the things I do that helps me is I write things down, like a list of things. And then what I'll do is that my ongoing list to make sure I'm always, uh, you know, going through it is the things I'm going to do that particular day. I put a star by them, and then I cross them off. There's a great pleasure in crossing things off and seeing your to-do list basically get its butt kicked. Now, understand that there will be other things that replace those things, but that really does work. It keeps you accountable to getting things more done quicker. There's, again, the urgency of doing lead follow-up, those things shouldn't make it to your list. When you get a lead, you call them back immediately. When you have an opportunity, you call it back immediately. Do not delegate your lead follow-up. Do not hire someone to do it for you. Do not hire or delegate your pre-qualification. I don't care how many listings you're taking. You are the best salesperson that you are working with most likely, even if you have staff, and you need to be calling those leads back, and you need to be pre-qualifying them. If you're new in real estate, that little aspect of it right there is of uh, being successful, of the, of the skills required to be a real estate agent, are the least I, I would say least perfected and least practiced aspects of real estate agents. Real estate agents, generally speaking, are the worst at lead follow-up. And if you get great new agents at killer lead follow-up, knowing what questions to ask and when to ask them and calling people back urgently, you're going to win like probably 90% of the time with everyone you call back right away. Every research project that's ever been done has proven that most people work with the, same real, or real, work with the first real estate agent they meet. Meat could be on the phone. Meat could be in an open house. You guys with me? And most people never ask pre-qualifying questions to real estate agents. They don't ask how long they've been in the business. They don't ask how many houses they've sold. So for those of you, again, who are trying to create this mountain of things to do before you're actually able to go out there and help people make money, I need to have you completely wipe all those thoughts out of your head. Again, motivation comes from action. Action comes from you basically learning on the job. Learn as you earn. Next point, Julie. Yes, you got it. It's number three. Wealthy people have a mindset of abundance, not of fear and scarcity. That is a huge mindset point. In fact, I devoted a, quite a big chunk of the book, Harris Rules, to the difference between uh, scarcity and abundance thinking. Because they have a mindset of abundance, they are okay with making, having, and creating wealth. In other words, they're not weird about making money. They're not weird about having money. They're not weird about creating more money. They understand that money is the result of being of service to others, and they don't apologize for their success. That's a major point. And I, uh, I was looking for a, a quote from Napoleon Hill. You know, one, one of his original affirmations was exactly this that the, the income that you receive is the direct result of your ability to be of service. That's where money comes from. So why would you be weird about it? But it's a major difference between rich people and everyone else is that they're not weird about it. Make sense? That's a, you know, we talk about that, what it's you just said, point. Julie, and that's a, that's a huge point. It's a major, major epiphany for anybody that has any misgivings about money. Anyone who's confused about it, anyone who has these sort of screwed up thoughts like I did about basically if you have money, you're, you know, there's sort of this sort of built-in socialized middle class guilt and this all this confusion about money. You know, rich people are evil and all this stuff. So you must Guys, have taken I had to it work from myself. someone else. You know, that's the scary right, you thing. Right. You've there's, got it because somebody else doesn't. Exactly. There's only so much lead, so many. And so you, what the real essence of it is, is that the people 
basically if you don't have the abundance in your life that you want, it's just simply for the fact that you have yet to accept or learn, and now hopefully you're having a little epiphany that it took me a long time to figure out personally, but maybe you guys are going to now realize that your existence on the planet, the house you live in, the cars you drive, the food you eat, the everything in your life, the, the money you have, the adventures you have, the travel you experience, the schools you send your kids to, the quality of everything in your life is a direct relationship. It's a mirror of the services that you're, you were able to provide to other people, right? So in other words, the more people you help accomplish their goal at the highest level, the more of everything you'll have. And when you see somebody who has things that you don't have, it's because they either mentally or at least intuitively have realized that, hey, guess what? I get more in life when I help other people solve their problems, right? And that's pretty easy in real estate. The problem is getting a house or the problem is selling a house. The problem is helping someone move forward with their real estate, uh, their goal is, whatever their, you know, their, their plan is. When you do that in enough quantity, you're going to make a ton of money. But what you will come in conflict with is the old built-in sort of middle-class mentality about you know rich people being evil and all that stuff. And some of you guys, whether you know it or not, do have, have elements deeply rooted into your thinking that are preventing you from actually uh, building your life to abundance because you have this weird guilt about money. Money is nothing other than a tool. It's just nothing. I mean, money literally is nothing. It's just basically a confidence game of these little pieces of paper that's not backed by gold. It's just nothing. It's a transference of your time on this planet for, you know, for, for money, which will allow you then to buy the services or a product of somebody else. That's all money really truly is, right? So if you don't have enough of that, it's just because you have got to get yourself to the point where enough people want to do business with you. In other words, you don't have more in your life because you haven't earned the right to have more in your life yet because you're not able yet or willing to provide a high level of service and help other people accomplish their goals. That's the whole formula right there for money. It's not, there's, there's nothing about money that's spiritual or nothing about money that's intellectual or nothing about money that's anything. You get more when you help others accomplish their goals in life. Simple. Next point, Julie. I think we have time for one more. One more, and that is number four. They remain in curiosity and out of ego. That always makes me think of Howard Britton when I say that one. Uh, Wealthy people remain in curiosity and out of ego. They never say things like, yeah, I already know that. In you know, when I was researching the series, I came across a lot of people talking about Warren Buffett. He's a great example of someone always actively learning. He's learning on purpose, even though I think we'd all agree he is already fantastically wealthy. He is still actively learning, assimilating new studies into his outlook, his speeches, and his expertise. And Napoleon Hill said that the quote, "The way of success is the way of continuous pursuit of knowledge." I have to say, through all of our years of coaching. This is a major difference between those really meeting or exceeding their goals and those who just talk about it. They're out of ego and into curiosity. They're actively seeking newer, better ways of polishing their business, right? They're not just sitting back going, oh, yeah, you know, why? Here's, here's the most obvious example. Why do you always talk about expireds? I have heard about expireds for years. You know, tell me something new, <laughs> okay? Well, guess what? It's because it's an obvious spoke. People have their hand raised saying they have a house to sell. Don't you think you ought to talk to them? The top producers don't say stuff like that. People who are moving forward with their income don't say stuff like that. They go, huh, interesting. I think of Zoe going, think, 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 
okay, on her little head. Hmm, why do we keep on hearing about these things? Oh, it must be a really good, viable, efficient, effective, and predictable spoke. That's why maybe I ought to embrace that. Even if I do it at, you know, I do that a little bit a day and it's not my main spoke, I ought to at least take it seriously. So they're in curiosity all of the time. They think more like Warren Buffett and less like the lazy sleeper in her if that makes sense. Okay, so I think we need to wrap because we're running out of time. And you need to get, um, yes, and you need to get per, to Premier. You got it. Yes, yes. All right, so listeners, um, coaching clients, make sure you guys are attending Julie's Premier call. Try to attend it live every day. Uh, the Mastermind starts this Friday. Please purchase the book. Go to Amazon. Please leave us a five-star review. I don't want you guys just to leave a review that's Mickey Mouse. Please actually do read at least all or some of the book. We intentionally made – and you guys appreciated this. And I appreciate that you appreciated it because it was a lot of work. We made the book very fluff-free. It's to the point. It's uh, really designed to make it so you can sit down and read it at you know one read and have a lot of clarity. It's really designed to cut through all the kind of bullshit that's been essentially you know piled on our the industry for the past 20 years and really cut through everything. So go to Amazon, get Harris Rules. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, if you want a soft cover, I believe it goes for sale today uh, or tomorrow, and I'm very excited about that. And if you guys need to get hold of us for anything, it's Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com or Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. If you guys want to learn more about Premier Coaching or consider becoming a member, uh, go to FreeCoachingCallsForAgents.com, FreeCoachingCallsForAgents.com. And remember, whether you're a coaching member or just a listener or you know, just discovered us, you know, you're playing iTunes Roulette and it landed on our podcast, And uh, I, go back and listen to past shows. Uh, TimAndJulieHarris.com. You can just click on the podcast uh, option at the top in the menu bar, or you can go to iTunes, or you can go to Stitcher. But if there's ever anything you guys ever need from Julie and I directly, and I know we have 100,000 you know, regular listens, and we have you know, tons and tons of folks that are participating in our different programs, but you know the reality of it is, is we're always here for you guys. It's our mission at this point in our careers to make it so that your journey to wherever it is that you want to go is as short and to the point as possible, so you guys can have a lot more time enjoying the fruits of your labors and waste a lot, you know, frankly, stop wasting time on silver bullets, shiny objects, and other things that basically suck up your life energy on this planet. If there's anything you guys can do for us, or do for us, do, if anything we can do for you, please feel free to email us directly, Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com or Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. Oh, quick side note, thank you for all of you guys who have uh, wished Julie and I a happy 26th wedding anniversary. I certainly appreciate it. That was, uh, yeah, I was kind of over, uh, overwhelmed and surprised. I'm, I just chined, uh, looked at my email and I saw there's some more there that I haven't said thank you to. So, again, thanks to all of you. We really sincerely appreciate it. We'll talk with you guys on the show tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.